So let's say mm-hmm. hypothetically, somebody wrong your mom. Correct. Violate your mom's 100%. Mm-hmm. What type of what type of justice do you deem fit? I need to understand the violation. Did he put hand like if he punched raped my your mom's hand? raped raped your mom's raped castration your mom's. at the minimum castration. He ain't doing okay. that again. Okay, okay. So castration is just so you won't kill him. You just cut his dick off. If in term, well, I I okay. I'm talk, I'm talking just kind of answering the question like generally. I don't know the like the specifics, but in terms of punishment for the crime, if I had to set an example. But rape going forward in this kind of hypothetical. You're not setting an example. Having, you just you just dealing with the in terms of justice. Of like what would be justice? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do jail castration or chemical castration. Mm-hmm. Make it so you don't do it again. What's a chemical okay. castration? Okay. I don't even know. Sound like you gonna melt right his dick? Off. I'm I'm not intricate on the process. <laughs> but I, I heard, <laughs> you gonna melt his dick? <laughs> no, I'm literally. Yeah. I don't know if I'm still high from last night, but I'm just like yo. No. What now, if I feel like rape is, is Boogie was that, right And like if After you rape somebody Instead of going to jail You get castrated I think niggas Would think twice About Fucking raping somebody again The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast Is a roundtable Formatted Conversational podcast About any and everything Six black queens And kings from New York City Sharing our views On black lifestyle Culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. DJ hypnotizes. Okay, guys, so good morning. Today, mm-hmm. I'm going to be ringing the singing bowl that's green, and it represents the heart chakra. The heart chakra mm-hmm. is located in the center of your chest. It represents love, self-love, and it governs our relationships. So if you're ever feeling imbalanced, or if you're depressed, or if you're having difficulty in your relationships, or you're feeling like you have a lack of discipline, as you listen to this, all of that will be removed, right? That's the purpose of, you know hitting the singing bowl is to like cleanse that energy. Okay. So this is for our heart chakra. It's green. Oh, right. and it's dope. Cause me and Moa, we're in green today. Okay. Right, ready? Let's fill up. All right, guys, let's get it started. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. Oh, right. nice. I felt yeah, it. Yeah, did your heart chakra open up? Nice. Yeah. Ah. You feel it imbalanced? Now, I, don't feel got, I have no heart. You have no heart? <laughs> Fuck boys don't have a heart. My third eye opened up. My my, my chakra is flowing. I let's have no heart. I was congested a minute ago, but I'm not congested no more. I'm feeling real good. <laughs> All right, like well, get some self discipline. It said self discipline too. If you lack self discipline, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. You yeah. All right, let's go, guys. We live. All right. Wait, do we have an order yet? And who's running this shit? Like, <laughs> it sounds like you about to take the lead. So, no, I can't host it because you know, yeah, okay, you he might have to dip out. Go ahead, Bug. You got it, Bug. As you can clearly see, this is sophisticatedly ratchet. We are all, I guess, hosting today. Yes, um, it's a joint effort. 
And today, before we even get started, let's go ahead and introduce the uh, team, the kings and queens. And let's start off with the fuckboy who just deaded responsibility from the jump. Shake, introduce us, gang. Ooh, yeah, baby. What a do, baby. I'm here. Everybody's favorite voice. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Uh, I told you this shit, bro. <laughs> Yo, shut your damn mouth, bro. Well, I'm not everybody's favorite voice. Everybody's favorite character. There it goes. <laughs> I feel like I, there, there's some cool sound to that. There's some familiar to that. Alright, so you can move on to the next one. We Alright, so we're gonna move it on to our IT beer gang rep native, Master Philosopher. B Big King. How you say big beard gang? Yeah, BBG. Okay. BBG. Yeah, I'm in the I streets. That. Was was good tribe. Was good, y'all. Let's do this shit. And now we're gonna move it on to America's and of course Bronx favorite number three. Hello. Hey tribe, oh, what's no, up? You it's your girl Mo. You know, I'm always representing the Bronx. How everyone doing out there? Nice. And don't zone us shit. Don't zone my shit. Co-op City Section 5. Hey. And we're going to move it on to the spew guard. Yo. Amanda Myth, the legend. Yo. Scarlet Pumpernickel in the streets still. Don't forget the first one. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mash, a.k.a. Sir Drip, a.k.a. Spew God Drip Drip. Please say the motherfucking Drip Drip. Drip, drip. Gang, I'm here with my gang. I love y'all. What's good, Tribe? Ready for a great episode? Let's do this. Facts. And we, of course, we say the best for last. The, the, Every it, time. It is getting cold this month, so you already know what time it, it is. It started snowing last night. Already. <laughs> it started snowing in here. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the best for last, the ice queen, TJ. How Ma. are you, my dude? What up, Tribe? It's TJ. TJ in the building. Um, mm-hmm. It is getting cold. If y'all in New York last night, it, it, it snowed. I was like, what is this white flurry shit? But yeah, we are in December yeah, coming this week. So crazy. Yeah, when does winter officially start? Um, it's the 20th. I, I believe when December cold, 21st. My December yeah, 21st. No, like December that. 21st. I believe it starts around the same time Capricorn season start. Get gay. Got you. Got you. Oh, you're a Capricorn. Yeah. Winter's officially mad late when you think about it. It should be much earlier than that. But anyway. <laughs> and of course. I am your moderator, the last guy, the introvert, Slob Boogie, the outrider tricks the main of, uh, anyway, streaming that Ooh, on dang. YouTube and uh, Twitch, Ooh, so feel free to check me out over there. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a dope episode. Team, we are doing current events for December, and uh, we got a lot of shit to talk about, so uh, how do we want to kind of do it, though? Uh, first first, first word actually, of the day. Yes. Word we of the are going to do word then- of the day. And as a matter of fact, we are. So Shake, let's let's go ahead and intro that. Let me And then and then I could just go I just go into my part because my part is really quick. Okay. To be honest, there is right. you know, I, there is one thing I want to say, like before we even okay. get started, like RIP Young Dolph. I know we was um it's kind of late with all that, but I know mm-hmm. he's just going and not forgotten. So I did want to kind of say that and we could all talk on that. But word of the day first. Got you. Word of the day. I RIP. Um so word of the day. The word of today is pretentious. And pretentious meaning uh, attempting to oppress by affecting greater importance, talent, culture, etc. Than actually is possessed. Um, uh, the principal of the school was very. No, nah, I'm not even going to go there. It has to be somebody <laughs> who. Uh, oh, my 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 coworker, so I- my coworker is very pretentious. He thinks he's he thinks he's my goddamn boss. So we so we can think of pretentious as what it was like arrogant. So if, if I was trying so, to take a chick out on a date and I didn't have any money, my intentions would be pretentious. 
attempting to impress press yes by affecting by affecting greater greater importance. with greater importance i feel like or like trying to, to be something i'm not like like trying to yeah, be some if you were trying to from england like, exactly got money when when i'm just people that pretend to be, to be something that they're not that's right. what it is got it you can use it as you know pretentious i don't think it's when they it, pretend to be something they're not i think they're pretentious because they like for instance it says like a talent so they they think they can sing <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. but they're pretentious. And then they about walk around it. acting like they're Act, good singers. Right. That's the pretentious. Like pretentious That's the pretentious right. behavior. Mm-hmm. Cause they don't really have okay. the talent of singing. So they're pretentious because they feel that they, yeah. they don't actually okay. possess that talent. <laughs> That's the pretentious right. behavior. Mm-hmm. That is okay. going to be very funny using some sense. I'm trying to find a way to put this in a sentence. I want to win, but damn it, this is such a word. <laughs> I've heard before, this but this definition is just throwing me off. It's the definition. Yeah. Me off. Oh, you don't, you don't, you've never heard of like Yeah, I've be- heard of it, but this definition is just off. Exactly. It seems like it's a good thing that word, right? It means he's fake. <laughs> it just means you're fake. It just means right. that you yeah. are pretending yeah, to be something you're not. Like, mm-hmm. doing the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, all right. I don't know if you can use it as like pretentiously. Mm-hmm. But I mm. think it's more like, yeah, I think it's pretentious. I feel like some pretentious people, some, in a good way some too. people, some people will call Soldier Boy pretentious. He's like he's mm. the first, the first yes. person to say he was a rapper on YouTube or the first exactly rap on mm-hmm. engine. First guy with video game console as well. Exactly, that would be pretentious. He really okay, was. So is, mm-hmm. is Kanye West pretentious? Yeah. That's a, yes. Yeah. I think some people would have called Little Wayne pretentious in the beginning, but then he actually lived up to what he was talking about. I think all we, all rappers got to be pretentious. I feel like all the greats you could think you can say are pretentious. Even Jay Z even like talking shit be. before he was like really that. Dude. Yeah. He's always been that guy talking that junk. Because if, if if anybody believes in you, you have to okay. believe in you. And we call it talking shit, but it's really talking it into existence. Whatever you want, right. exactly. Them, they all kind of accomplish things that they said that they wanted. So is even it like when like I run around. When I run around and tell everybody I'm going to be a millionaire, that's kind of pretentious. Yeah. Just make that shit happen. All I got to yeah. say is make that shit happen. Like, exactly. Even in the basketball team, like, like you could like try to motivate everyone by trying to be a bit more pretentious, even though that's not really exactly. who you are, but you're doing it to get everybody else up. So it could be used mm-hmm. in a good way. So I think pretentious could be a good thing and a bad thing. Right. It could okay. be both. Speaking <laughs> things into existence. All right. So. All right. So the first thing I just wanted to chat about today, I'm, I'm going to make this quick, okay. was the the new variant for the uh, coronavirus for COVID. And the new variant is called Omicron. All right. Um, I believe that's how you pronounce it, right? Omicron. Yeah. And they fought the Decepticons for the Allspark. (laughs) (laughs) So Omicron is this, is a really dangerous like variant of the, of the disease because they're saying that, I guess it focuses on attacking your um, immune system as well as your respiratory system. Because you know COVID is mostly a respiratory disease. This is attacking your immune system. So they think it's a it's a really it's a really huge variant. And they're trying to contain it. Um so far it's in um so far it was in um South Africa, the Netherlands, and also there was one case in Israel, right? And Israel, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, but Israel was the state that was one of the first states that was almost completely vaccinated almost completely you know what i'm saying you wanted to say something buggy that's interesting i, I have a question and i say this with complete respect to the omni vi- uh, the omnicron matrix whatever this variant is what omni- is omicron omicron mm-hmm. i know we had the lua variant and we had variants before that so like i'm just confused as to why this variant is taking more 
Like, why is this more concerning than all the variants we had? I mean, in the past? It's new. It's new. Um, it's, no, it's, it's just a new, new factor. We just got a new yeah. name, and it's just doing it. No, it's not that. It's it's not that they dropping a new. They didn't drop. Like they dropping new albums. Kobe dropping new albums, baby. It's, <laughs> it's, that is the more, worst name for a virus I've ever heard in my life. It's it, yeah. I'm, I don't know who comes up with these names, but it's it's ridiculous. But um. I, but what else would you come up with? I don't know. You want them to follow? You want them to follow like hurricanes go A B C D? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't Omnicron know. Omnicron sound like I, an NFT. I thought that was like a company <laughs> logo, or some shit. Like I ain't. Think I that thought shit that shit was, was a cryptocurrency. That shit sounds yeah, like, like it does that, sound like a crypto. That just it like definitely does. Omnicron. I thought it was something in the metaverse. Nigga, Omnicron is something that Superman is weak against. Nigga, I, I don't know yeah. what the fuck that is. <laughs> And, you know, I heard people calling it the South African strain and people were really upset about that because they were like, you know, when we called mm. it the China virus, it was derogatory. Mm. But now people are representing it as mm-hmm. the uh-huh. South African variant. Exactly. Like that should be a no go just as much as the China virus, mm. you know, was a no go. So it should. Exactly. So that's what I've been Definitely hearing. Definitely should be. Mm-hmm. So you I was really going to sh- try to have an excuse to attack exactly. after the first chance they get. Yeah, I was shocked that Shake said that this is what mm-hmm. it was actually called because I, the first time I heard it, was the South African variant, not mm-hmm. the Got you. Omni that's, Prime, that's which is funny. I think maybe yeah. that's why funny they had to come that. up with a name for it. Right. Yeah. So, so if I'm hearing you right, Shake, basically COVID stepped it up to like HIV COVID. So you said it makes <laughs> yeah. It see, that's what I was saying. It's kind of like comparable. Vibe. Like I don't know if it's if it's comparable to HIV, but yeah, like well, this shit is like uh-huh. getting out of control. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's getting out of control now because that's what HIV does. It attacks your immune system. Correct. So when you, somebody says it attacks your immune system, that's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So That's what came to mind for me when you said that. That's the first thing that came to mind. Hopefully they do a good job containing this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't continue to have problems with it. Um, this has also kind of attacked our financial markets as well. We've been, we've been taking, we took a huge dip in the financial market, including cryptocurrency. And, you know, it has to do with, you know, crowd sentiment and sentiment means, you know, how you see things going. And if people think that this right here will affect the market, people are going to start pulling their money out of the market. And that's mm-hmm. that severely affects our markets as well. Um, and also, um, I, I, you know what? That's pretty much it. Um, I don't want to go right. into the whole, you know, inflation and shit like that. You know, wait, one more thing before I leave. Inflation. <laughs> the shit is getting out of control. Yeah, so the it. government... You know what's on your heart. Yeah. So the government is working on, you know, um, strengthening the dollar right now. So that's another reason why the markets are taking a hit. The government is trying to strengthen the market. They've been putting more strength into the dollar by, I guess, uh, decreasing the amount in circulation and also increasing interest rates. So less people are, uh, I guess, taking out loans and taking out money. All right. So that's how they decrease inflation. These are these are the ways they de- for anybody that took economics. And that also is going to bring down the market. So that's also bringing down the market. So, guys, if you have money invested, do not be scared right now. I mean, maybe you should pull some money out for now and then wait for it to drop and put more money back in. But, you know, don't be scared. It will go back up. Um, but for right now, um, we're taking a hit. All right. I feel like so, we should put a disclaimer. We as sophisticated ratchet do not. Uh, Oh yeah, and this is this is no. not investment <laughs> advice. This is not yeah. investment advice. Don't say Don't come after us Shane money told me to, say. <laughs> to take my money out. Nah, that was legitimate <laughs> news. He didn't make a specific recommendation. Nah, we good. Not at all. He definitely said the don't be alarmed right now. I guarantee some motherfuckers <laughs> follow his advice and the, mother, and the money dropped. They're going to be like, yo, I listen to this nigga? No. Nah, yo. Mm-mm-mm. Nah, but that's what's going on right now. That's why we're taking all these hits in the market. Um, Who's next? 
I mean, I did have some questions in regard to like the, the Omicron thing. I like, you, especially you with ask. the South African thing. Like I was looking on, I, I mean, just obviously I don't have all the research done, but I don't ever see any sort of numbers. Like they obviously just identified where it started at South Africa. But mm-hmm. um, actually, I don't, as of one hour ago, New York Times reported that there were 13, there were, they find at least 13 Omicron cases in travelers from South Southern Africa. They didn't definitely say South Africa, but Southern Africa. It came from um they're saying thirteen cases so far. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The South of Africa uh, is huge as fuck. Yeah, we don't know if that's if that's the full number right there. You know what I mean? Like that's only that's confirmed cases that they know about. But um this is definitely something we have to keep an eye out for and that they have to figure out how they're going to contain. How they be testing um, for the new shit? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. And how does the old shit not have an effect on the new shit? Like, like how's the old vaccines for the Lua yeah. variant? Yeah, like, that's the thing so, that just that yeah. irks my mind. Like, there's a new, like, they, they're going to have a, they assumingly, hopefully, have a vaccine for this Omicron variant. But then there's mm-hmm. a new variant that pops up and it's like, old shit don't work on that. Like, mm-hmm. right. never end the cycle. It's just, it's, so it's just like, it's just like a learning process. Like, they're not sure. So they're telling you to get, you know, or, to be vaccinated and I don't think that they really know what's going on because like they're not right. testing for the certain variants that are coming out there so it's like after you know they're telling you oh alright now you get the booster okay but then you find out something else comes out again so it's just I like, want to think that there's sort of a disconnect or I don't want to say incompetence that's that's not a appropriate word but it's still learning the people up top where it's just not being mm-hmm. communicated right to us like like it just seems like it's an ever ending cycle like we're going to be dealing with this for not even the next three years but maybe five to ten yeah, like, this is the new regular. This is the new regular. I want y'all to strap in. I want y'all the to be new really aware that this is what our future is gonna look like. All right, either you gonna subscribe to this booster shot lifestyle shit, or you are gonna be a fucking hermit like me and be forced to like not go to events and shit because they want right. you to be vaccinated. So you know, just deal. Well, with they gonna find a way to get you tax wise, bro. They gonna find a way. They gonna find a way to get you. Bro. My nigga, I went to I went to a club the other day in New York, right. Thinking that I was, you know, you know, I'm I'm an OG in getting backstage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I get backstage, so I figured, nigga, I could get inside a building. They said they want COVID shots, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I went there. You know what I mean? I showed my, I showed the, I showed the bouncer my, um, the COVID card on my phone, which is uh-huh. not mine, right? And then I showed him, <laughs> my, then I showed him my uh, ID. You know, I keep keep trying to switch it back and forth. You're right? <clears throat> nope. <laughs> throw more. It's just, <laughs> the nigga scanned my ID and he's looking at the cat vaccine card like. Nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they gonna match it up with your ID, loser. Yo. Oh my god! Fuck out of here. Whose name? Whose name was on the vaccine card? Never mind. Don't answer that. 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 So fuck up the whole game. Don't answer that. My fault. I should at least have somebody with the same last name as me. Some shit. I'm mad. I'm mad. Niggas used to use fake IDs to sneak into the clubs. Now niggas got to use fake vaccine cards to sneak into restaurants and shit. My no nigga. word. It's a fact. This is what we doing. They scanning IDs. This is bro. what we doing. That's a sad time we live in, bro. That's a sad day we live in. Like, I yo, just want to eat. Vaccine card, bro. My shit expired. What? Yo, it's nah, crazy. Just move, just, just move to Atlanta, my nigga. You good. Just pop up out here. <laughs> take good care of you, my nigga. I might have to. I might have to. strapped up. Oh, they treating me crazy out here, bro. They treating me crazy out here. Yeah, I was supposed right. to go see I was supposed to go see uh, Dave Chappelle with my man Phil. And uh, they was like, yeah, so you got your vaccination card? I was like, fuck, damn, Dave. I guess I ain't going to see you, my nigga. I'm not even going to go there if they talking that shit. Like, nah. I'm wasting my time, nigga. Right. <laughs> 
Wow. So we are moving on now. So I did say RP to Young Dolph. Definitely want to say that again. Uh, I don't have a lot of details, obviously. And I know the deck is going to last Big me. Big me. Mask, you got Go ahead and give us the details, King. So for those who don't know, Young Dolph is a rapper from Memphis, Tennessee. Young Dolph is 36. He's our age. And he is one of the most gangster rappers that I was listening to for the 2020s. I want to say the last four years I've been listening to Dolph. And I fuck with Dolph. Dolph is mm-hmm. my nigga. Uh-huh. Uh, he's been an independent artist from the jump. Like, he's never been, like, the, the major record label, even though he's he fuck with major rep, record label artists. Yeah. I fuck with him about, like, that's what I like about him the most. He's always yeah, been independent. He, he definitely independent. He owns his own masters, all his music. Mm-hmm. You know, although he's no longer with us, all his kids gonna eat off of all y'all streams. So, please mm-hmm. keep bumping my nigga Young Dolph so his family can eat. Mm-hmm. My, nigga, my nigga Dolph was taken from us on Wednesday, November uh, mm-hmm. 17th. 17th, yeah. He, he was uh, going to a store to get some cookies for his aunt suffer from cancer. And when he was in town in Memphis, he was also recently promoting that shop on Instagram about the week before, you know, because it's a local business that he was trying to promote. He's also done yeah, so tons well, and tons, tons of- and tons of charity work. That's what mm-hmm. he do in his hood. Um, this nigga Dolph, this nigga's mad cool. And on in Duke University, there's a cafe where these two young black kids was fired for playing this shit over the speakers. And when they got fired, he basically brought them to his next concert, brought them on stage, and both gave him twenty thousand dollars. It was like, "Yo, this is for y'all until y'all get back on y'all feet." You know what I mean? He gave I his Lambo that. to one of his biggest fans, like just yes. off the strip. Mm-hmm. You know, like this nigga Dolph is just a good nigga, bro. And um, mm-hmm. these two niggas popped out on him when he went to the soup to the cookie shop and lit him up, and he died on the scene. It broke my heart, it broke my little heart. I mean, I kind of, I kind of yeah. felt he was rising. He wasn't even like. He wasn't even in his prom, well, to be honest he was with sh- you. He was previously, I believe, shot at before. Why? You know, back was when, he into you know, some bad in stuff? Memphis. He moved out of he he moved out of. To be honest, like I don't know the exact Memphis. details, yeah. but he always been involved in like yeah. I don't say like street beef, but mm. like he's a street dude. Is what I'm trying to say, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. All right, so Dolph got a history of dealing with niggas who want to kill him. So right, Dolph been, been been dodging <laughs> niggas for a minute now. He mm-hmm. had a song. He got a song called "100 Shots," where niggas actually tried to shoot him a hundred yeah. times and they missed. He went into the booth the next night and made a track. And that shit was a hit. So I think I've been living life for a minute, but it's just unfortunate the way it is. That's your favorite track from Duke? My favorite track from him is Major. And I believe I could fly with Snoop Dogg. Killed that shit. Yeah, those tracks is fire. I like Preach. Oh, yeah. Preach is probably my hardest track from him. Yeah, I definitely feel like he was taken soon. And he, I feel like he wasn't even at his prime yet. Like, he was getting better and better. Like, so I feel like it was definitely too soon. Yeah, they had a... um... A comedian dude I saw on Instagram. Oh, yes. Or something. And, and it was like, mm-hmm. he was popping shit about Young Dolph. And I guess like they shot him and killed him yep. for popping shit about Young a Dolph. The comedian so. got killed for talking shit? Well, that's what they yeah. were saying. Yeah, that he was talking shit or joking about it. Like, damn, you know, like I want to be, mm-hmm. when I go out, when I go out, I want to be a city legend or something like that. And guess what? How did they kill him? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he from Tennessee yeah. too? They shot what's him, his, yeah. Is he from Tennessee too, the comedian? Yeah, he's from there. He's from there. He's from Memphis. He's yeah, from I think Memphis. he was like a local. He's a local, local comedian. yeah, comedian. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is crazy. No There's regard for human life. Yeah. Yo, I think his his name is pronounced Doomney. D M U N E Y. He was yeah. shot and killed a few days after joking about Young Dolph's death. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know what? And he trolled his uh, death on social media and all that jazz too. So he was talking a lot of shit. You know, it's yeah. important to remember and keep in mind all of us, even on this platform that we have. Oh, by the way, sophisticated ratchet, like, share, subscribe. What we do every Wednesday. <laughs> New episodes um, every Wednesday and all that. Yep. 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 Your words are power. Your words mm-hmm. have so much fucking Facts. power, even our 100%. words. Yeah. Especially when you have a platform. The words that you say can change your life 
in the lives of people around you. So choose your words wisely. Absolutely. PSA. I just generally don't speak ill of the dead, too. I feel like, you know, he had kids and all that. So I feel like it's inappropriate to even talk about. I like feel that. like this is also a good time to, like, um, to, um, talk about, you know, for gun violence and shit. And, you know, how we need to get that under control in our neighborhoods. Because black people killing black people ain't cool, man. We just mm-hmm. constantly killing each other. We do, the, we do the racist work for them. You know what I'm saying? I, and this is just a consistent problem. I mean, there's so much nuance to that, though, my G. Like, which it, like, which area talking about and why are they killing each other? I'm dumb. Black like, what's going on in the environment that's causing them to bro. do that? Black people killing black people in general, to me. Facts. I, I mean, violence on violence, like, violence generally is going to be something yeah. that happens. But if they're specifically black on VAC violence, I always want to look at why, like, no what's going on in the environment. It's not. I just, mm-hmm. no such thing as black on black crime. It's just crime. But like the crime seems to be like it's it, it it's out of control in our neighborhoods in right. which you know we're the running around senseless killings, right? Yeah. I remember even J. Cole was like he, he had a song where he like like having a hotline for dudes that was quick to pick up the trigger because a lot of dudes just quick to kind of react to violence when shit gets left. Or, you know, what I mean when they tempers flare up. I just at least the young people yeah, anyway. I mean I mean even back in the day, of course, we know it was crime, but, you know, at least you would shoot the fair one. You know what I mean? You fight niggas. Like, that's what it was. You know, that's that's part of life. You got to get in a fight. You got to, whatever. Okay. And then you're done after it. It's, um, you mm-hmm. know, done. But Am I wrong to think that's, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mo. No, so, but the problem is that everybody got an ego. You know, niggas mm-hmm. got an ego. Yep. So instead of right. That's a fact. Oh, the, oh, the mm-hmm. nigga trying to press ego me in front and of. Ego in a gun. Yeah, the nigga trying to press mm-hmm. me in front of a, a, a homegirl. And then you just go and just shoot somebody. You know, it's like, come on. But my yeah. man, you know what's crazy? Biggie Ben talked about this way back when. Like Biggie Ben talked about how people quick, like quickly pick picking up a gun to kind of resolve shit. Like exactly. Even back in his time in the early '90s. So there's a part of me that thinks like, yo, this, it's kind of the everyday thing. It's always been like that. At least for mm-hmm. certain segment sections. I'm not like my personal experience. No, but like just listening to Biggie, for example, that type of behavior has been alive for quite some time. Right. Around, I should say. I mean, exactly. violence is always going to be around as long as you got people dealing with another but The mentality behind it, though, my nigga. Mm-hmm. It's just that it doesn't happen in a vacuum. That's really what I want to get at. Like, it's mm-hmm. never as simple as just this nigga didn't like this nigga and killed this nigga. It's always something deeper than that if it's, if it either is financially caused or it's some deeper level, like heritage type shit or gang related shit. It's always Envy. deeper than what it seems to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm always curious to like what that is. Like, the deeper level of what led to this cause of event. You know, right. like we don't ever get to scratch the surface of where these problems stem from. You know, it's always like, oh, this nigga killed this nigga, and that's it. But it's always deeper than that. And I think because we don't get to peel back the stories deeper than that surface level conversation, we we whitewash it, I would say. Like, we give it a, a overall objective. Like, this is just us acting this way when it's not always. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Um, hmm. All right. And I feel bad for our youth because, you know, when you're, after you kill somebody, Either that team is looking for you, so you want to look out, or you go to jail and your life is done. You know, so I if mean, you had kids, it's just ruining the black family. Or you yourself just go down the drain and become even worse as a result of that. Like I'm not obviously I'm, no expert on this, but usually when you kill once, you don't stop at one. That's yeah. something I've kind of understood through film and shit. Like, and also it's kind of interesting what you were saying, Mash, as far as you know how they whitewash it because they don't know the story. I mean, we don't really know what the true story of Young Dolph is. We don't know his background. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know what kind of beef he really had. We don't know what could, what he was actually into. So Whatever, you know, we only know the surface, right? Whatever type of beef he had, I do know that he touched a lot of people, and mm-hmm. the loss, mm-hmm. the loss of that life. Mm-hmm. Like even just talking about the comedian, like mm-hmm. 
he passed, the community system washed it, somebody else passed. You know, like it's a right. ripple mm-hmm. effect. You know what I mean? How she mm-hmm. can go down. It's unfortunate, but just the way it is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's talk into some, you know, um, news regarding. There's a lot going on. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this social media. This month was crazy. This, this month, month was, was definitely crazy. 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 And I wanted to jump into the Ahmad Arbery case. Um, yeah. You know, it's unfortunate that a mother lost her son, you know, for no reason. Mm-hmm. For no reason at all, because he was jogging and he was black while jogging. Let's be very clear about that. He was black mm-hmm. while jogging and she lost her son because he was black while jogging. Yeah. However, at least, you know, and because I've been watching her after the trial and stuff like that, at least it gives her some peace and closure to know that the three individuals that gunned down her child is guilty on every charge, you know, nice. for murdering her child. And mm-hmm. I believe where they are in that particular part of Georgia, it's a life sentence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So to know that, you know, I felt the judge was, was very fair. <laughs> the defense just try to bring up, I'm laughing because it's the bullshit that they try to bring up talking about how many, how many black pastors is, is the family going to bring to court? Nigga, if I want to bring a hundred black pastors, I'm going to bring a hundred of them matter. in the courtroom. Doesn't yes. matter. What does the that nerve. I mean, yeah. I, I always assume they're going to make up something. I, I, I always assume there's going to be some made up shit to stall. They yeah. talked about his toenails. Like, what does that have to do with the price of rice in China? Right. Like, what does that have to do? Right. You talked. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You talked about his his toenails and the mother had to walk out of the courtroom because she was just like, this is absurd. Like, you know, they're, you know, talking about my child and demeaning my child. Similar to the Floyd case when his trial and when happened the, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when the guilty verdict was wrung out or I, got, I heard that his father, mm-hmm. like, you know, was excited and he said something and the. Judge tried to yeah. throw him out the court. Like what the hell? No, the judge. No, the judge. No. So the judge, when you are, but no, in the courtroom, when you're reading a verdict, you're asked not to make any. Um, you know. So I get it. So they outburst. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So the judge did but say, you know, whoever yeah. made the outburst, he said, I understand, but you have to, you know, be removed from the courtroom. We we spoke about this before, you know. But I get it, mm-hmm. you know. So it, I mean, that that's mm-hmm. just a matter of yeah. That's, yeah, that's there's just nothing wrong. With there's that. nothing wrong. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that was inappropriate by the judge per se because that's something that goes on in the courtroom and that he acts. But I get it in your in your haste of. Just feeling relieved. Yes, I may shout out, and that's fine. And I'll remove myself afterwards. But I got that. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine. Yeah, right. Guilty. Exactly. So, so just to give some more content, I was gonna. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, my fault. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Master. Uh, Remember, we tag teaming this. So go ahead. Right. So <laughs> the the verdict was given on Wednesday. Yeah. Um. So all three all three of the uh people involved with the murder of of Ahmad Arbery. I want to get their name. Yes, let me so, get their names. It was Travis, Travis McMichael. Travis McMichael. Right. He shot um, Albury. Mm-hmm. He's guilty on all mm-hmm. charges of malice murder, four counts of felony murder, two counts of aggravated assault, mm-hmm. false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit a felony. His yep. father, Gregory McMichael, Greg McMichael. Mm-hmm. he rode in the bed of the pickup truck and pursued Albury. Is um not guilty of, of malice murder, but guilty on all eight charges. Mm-hmm. And William Rohde, a neighbor who joined the pursuit. Video. Right, is guilty on three counts of felony murder, one count of aggravated assault, false imprisonment, a criminal attempt to commit a felony. Mm-hmm. Brian was cleared on charges of murder, a malice murder felony during the involved aggravated assault, um, with the firearm. Mm-hmm. So 
Basically, they all going to jail. They all going to jail. They, they all going to jail. Mm-hmm. And it's saying That's that they're going to jail for me. For I want to know how long they're going to jail for. Because if they get some bullshit um, slap on a wrist shit, I'm gonna be upset. With the, I think with we all age. need to also remember that when Arbery died, it took us it took us some time to find out that he died and how he no. died. It took us a while to get to not just justice, just but just finding out what even happened to the brother. Exactly. So and they tried to Max charges all the motherfucking way. They tried it to was cover originally it up. like go. Yeah, they, yeah. they let them go. So that's Did y'all gonna, watch? I think whoever the officer was, they need to they need to investigate that as well. Why no, they were no, and it, no, was, it, was, so it wasn't the officer; it was the lady who Jackie that, Johnson. Um, yeah, she's right. she's actually she's actually um she's been charged. So they're trying to do right. a conviction nice. on her. That's what they're yep. they're going through right now. But also, a key that's point of the so trial funny. was the medical examiner. In my opinion, the medical examiner mm-hmm. did an excellent job of, you know. I guess trying to see if I guess they were trying to say that as if he was struggling with them, but he talked about like the distance of Ahmad being being shot and, and all of these things. And I think that that was that he was very clear yeah. that he was very clear in um, his assessment. Um, Did anybody get a chance mm-hmm. to actually watch the trial when it was going on? Like, sorry, let me say it different. Mm-hmm. Did anybody get filled in on the real details behind what happened after months and months of like? Them saying that, oh no, we was protecting this piece of property that this guy was mm-hmm. stealing from. Like right. anybody, anybody catch any of that shit? Right, not no, but you I know, know you were following child. it, so I was I, I <laughs> listening off of you. <laughs> These she niggas just lied. They lied, they lied yeah. about everything. Yeah. Everything they that they said cry. was the case at the beginning of the trial. Well, when the incident occurred, not the beginning of the trial, all lies, all wow. of it. Mm-hmm. The, the prosecutor mm-hmm. in the case did such a fantastic job breaking these niggas down that. It was impressive. It kind of made me want to get in the law. I was like, damn, shorty, she did nice. that. She fucking did that. Yeah. And I, I mean, really- if they in line under the court of law, that's that's an offense in itself. So they gotta get max for that. If they actually proven straight up lies, they done. It, it I cooked. just wish so, I just wish they had that same team involved in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. We could segue to that. We're gonna segue to that. But yeah. God damn, she did a fantastic job proving. Mm. What's the name of that lawyer? Is there is there a name available for? Her? Let me find her name. No, I got yeah. you. I pull it. Yeah, but, so um, she was able she was able to lock them up because they thought they were cops, but they were only being right. pretentious. And then yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Ah! Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, this ah! is it. Exactly. <laughs> they were. Definitely did, Shake. I forgot all about that. Waiting for, right. my, waiting for my movie. <laughs> waiting for my time. Exactly. So we oh you looking up her name, right, Mash? Or are we gonna jump into Kyle right, right now? I mean, we can come back to it. I'm I'm right. looking for it now. Yeah, so we're going to jump into okay. um, Kyle Rittenhouse, like wait. you said, it was a lot. Oh, go ahead. No, nah, I just want to, well, I know, like, the dude that had the video, I know he had to be tight about, like, just getting the video exactly. released or whatnot, seeing it, but I'm just so he glad that. The video. Well, he's the biggest idiot. I mean, okay, so yeah, I'm just glad that so. that got out because it's, I feel like if we weren't able to see that, then this would not have of been course, like a exactly. conversation. Not at all. Not at all. Not they were trying to cover it up. And they covered it up. They covered it all up. They did. They tried to cover it they tried to cover it up because it was about two months mm-hmm. had went by and he was and his mom was upset because she was like, yo, they're yeah. just walking around free. Like, and yeah. actually it was Ahmad's two friends who brought his situation to Sean King. Um, Sean King is an activist. Um, he's also on social media. He's on IG and he has a friend named Lee Merritt who's part of the legal team. And that is how they got the story out there, actually, because. The two friends reached out to Sean to Sean King to say, "Hey, this is what right. This is what Mm. happened." Um, They raised, um, matter of fact, nice, yeah. So that's how they found out about that. Um, Sean King, his his team raised over two hundred thousand dollars for Ahmad's mom. 
So they do, you know, they really have been doing work behind behind the scenes. And yeah. I just want to acknowledge them because what honestly, without Sean King, nobody would really know what happened to Ahmaud Arbery. So, nice. Yeah. Nah, Sean King is a fucking. Yeah. He's a big, big, big advocate for advocate, all fucking yep, from Brooklyn, black yep. people. Yo, I love mm-hmm. that. Dude, he's amazing. Bro. Yep. That's why I wanted him, to mention him. I definitely wanted to mention Sean King. Not the Sean King. King. Yep. I just wanted to say to you guys, how many of you guys actually thought that they were gonna get off Scott clean? Because after Not me. this, remember. Not me. So I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I mm. don't know. I think that they're gonna get off on it. It, it was point I, blank I for, that, for them to get a to get a not guilty verdict. But that's what my mom said too. She said she said it was so. She was like, it was impossible because even when I come, my mother's like, oh, okay, well, she was like, it's impossible. There's no way that was a point that they blank got murder. Off. Straight I don't, up, I don't point think blank. there's no way that they could have got off as like you know not guilty. Mm. I thought there might be like a. Um, there might be like a what do you call it when they when sanity verdict they, is what I was no 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 when the court proceeding doesn't when they have to a when they, they have to a mistrial a yeah mistrial. that's what I thought it might okay. be I yeah. thought it That'd might be, be some foul mistrial. shit I feel like it'd be corrupt but shit, I kind of knew like just just based off of the judge for me like I kind of knew this was a non a no nonsense judge like this man was not playing around mm-hmm. he was yeah, he, he was for justice you know what I mean like he and I felt like he was fair like he was really for justice and he wasn't for the foolishness when they talk about. Oh, people coming into court. He was like, "Well, nobody knew Jesse Jackson was here until you mentioned it." So, I'm. But it just mm. have to do with the case. Like, you know, he wasn't playing none of them games. That's how I felt about the judge. Like, the judge was not here for the foolishness. He well, like, based on what we've been going through, I was mm-hmm. I was on the edge of my seat. Mm. Like, of please, Lord, please, Lord, Me let too. them be found guilty. Yeah. And then even after I said that, I'm like, that's still not justice for a mother. Not at all. That's still not justice. Yeah. You know, like we still missed out on, he missed out on the rest of his life mm-hmm. and the family mm-hmm. missed out on having their family. And I remember, and it just hit me when I was talking to my mom about it. And she said, there's no amount of money. We were talking about like life insurance mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that and justice and like, you know, guilty, not guilty. And she was like, I don't care about no verdict. I don't care about that. I just want my child. There's no Absolutely. amount of money. There's like, no amount, TJ- you know. Even with what you're saying right now, like that's some real shit, but I'm even like compounding that like for Arbery, just the the time it took for us to kind of get to this point, like mm-hmm. like just seeing the injustice and seeing the amount of work to to be equal to regular justice that a regular person would get. And I think about, we were talking about earlier about black and black crime and it's like I, shit like that makes you violent. Like, like when you got to mm-hmm. like play by the rules and it's like you seeing the rules mm-hmm. ain't getting you nowhere and it, it would get you somewhere if you were like another type of person lack of a better term and it's like that shit makes you angry like if I was Arbery's mother in terms of waiting for this verdict waiting for just regular justice it's like raging could you not be wow anyway yeah. it's, it's, it's justice but still saddening nonetheless hold on Flash okay. oh, sure. yeah you was on me I could hear you saying something y'all can hear me yes yeah I can hear you now bro mm-hmm. oh no yeah I was just saying like yeah I agreed with the verdict and um yeah I, I didn't think they were gonna get off so I'm glad that they're you know they're gonna do the time that they're supposed to and hopefully this just like shows how people shouldn't try to, you know, judge so quick or take the law into their own hands when it comes to assumptions and shit. Exactly. What do you mean by take I, the law? I don't into even your think they hands. took the law into their own hands. They just said I mean, they felt like they, they were guarding they this they, building for something. Or this. But they said they did a citizen's arrest, so they did try to. No, they did try. To, they said they it's did a, a house citizen's or something. Arrest. Yeah, that's what they thought they like, would do. Even thinking about I, how you do a citizen's arrest, you approach someone, you talk to them like a human being. They gunned them down like he they was. Did. A, that's, that's not the appropriate way to ever do that. Citizens arrest, cop, otherwise. That was a human being. He got gunned down for nothing. I think it depends on who you're talking to and what you look like. Absolutely. I don't agree with that, but... Neither do I. That's no, I don't agree with it. Yeah, we're not agreeing with it. We're just saying that's what it, it is. Yeah, that doesn't mean we agree with it, though. 
because if we talk about Kyle Rittenhauer, because I'm going to just... I'm yeah, I'm just going to go ahead. Go tag. No, jump in. You know and I'm going to jump in. On, felt, on in terms him. of who you are and what you look like, this... So one thing that <laughs> when I was researching this topic, Jacob Blake is the reason why Kyle yes. Rittenhauer did what he did. Jacob Blake, if you all don't remember, exactly. was a black father with his four kids in the car and he got shot by the cops. Now he's paralyzed. He's paralyzed. He's down. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he, he was with his family. He's like, yo, then they detained him. He didn't want to be detained anymore. They didn't have a reason for detaining him and he left and he got shot. In the back. At the, <laughs> right, in the back. Now, after that, that's what caused the riots that caused Kyle Rittenhauer mm-hmm. to want to go out and, and, and protect these local owners. So this dude drove cross city lines, cross state lines with this semi-automatic weapon to go do so. Absolutely. That shit sounds crazy to me. Like just just that that breakdown of what happened. These people got this man was done wrong. They went to protest. You went there to keep the peace with the semi-auto weapon, killed two people, injured, one, injured another one. Mm-hmm. And you skating scot-free because you a victim? He's now a hero to those people. Exactly. And then the person that so then and and then the person that sold you the gun. Obviously, because he was 17, so he was underage. That person obviously is in legal issues, but not, but not your mother who drove you. Because if I'm mistaken, didn't his mom drive him across the um, right? Why to even try to connect those two? Like, why, why like use him? My as thing him? is, you, you. So at that point, you knew your child had a gun. You drove him across to he was no, he wasn't there. It's not like he was there protesting. You drove the man. Yeah, over like there. his intentions wasn't right. To your intention. What was your intention? Because if you, Jacob Blake, you would have protested. I feel like what it's independent need? of that. Right. And Rittenhouse was just everything in the Rittenhouse case for me was extra. He sat there. Obviously, he was, you know, with his fake crying and, and, and walking around, you know, just, just, you know, even being pretentious in the corner with the crying bullshit. And it's like, sir, stop. The judge in the case to me was we already knew what it was with the judge. I don't know if you guys heard this part two of the case. I, I heard, I've, the judge I've phone, read and heard some Yes, things, the yeah. judge phone went off and um, when his phone went off, it played a song that Trump always comes out to. Yeah, So to me, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like, this is After the trial, the judge took a selfie with the defendant, which I thought was fucking unprofessional and like, what the fuck? And disrespectful to the victim's families. Like, that's a clear bias. That is a 100% clear bias between the judge and Absolutely, and, and, but that's what I'm telling so, you. And it was disrespectful to the vic- to the victim's family. You're going to sit there and take a and take a picture with him. And then mm-hmm. after that, Rittenhouse and Trump met up, yeah. of course, and they have it. Well, picture. he's considered so like a it's, it's hero right. now to I, them. I, I found it absolutely disgusting that they even they'd even try to tie it to like Jacob Blake. I feel like they're using it as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be I honest it's, it's, with this particular child. I can was, we talk about who the victims are? Right. I, that's yes. I'm going to just get there. I was I was very shocked with this trial. Honestly, because all the victims was Thank white. You. So I was that's like, oh, what I was just about to say. So the fact, yeah, the fact I was that like, they, got Yo, off that's they were white crazy. people. I was like, wow, that to me, and that's sad to say because they were white. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's really sad. But we're just, but that's how we've been conditioned because they've been doing it's it so factual, dirty. Though, Mo. But that's it is factual, factual as fuck, though. It is factual. And so when he got off, and I was like, wait, these were white people, and he got off. Wow, no shade. No shade. A black person yeah. guns down three white people. He's done. He's cooked. He ain't getting off that shit. Shout out to all of the allies, though. Shout out to every white person, everybody. Yes, that's, shout out to all. Yes, absolutely. shout out to all the allies, even you know, if you're not people. black or you don't identify as black, but you support the cause. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. And, you know, shout out we to the victim families. Um, and I'm sh- so sad for them. Oh, I have the names but now they eat what we go through, too, when we don't get uh, like a. The- a guilty verdict. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't feel like we have justice. So now they see you. And it's just sad. 
What does justice look like to y'all? We keep throwing that word out. What does that look like? I know. Like I said earlier, it's I feel not, like that has different interpretations. But yeah, it's different interpretations. Allow me to at least um put the 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 victims' names out there just for posterity. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Huber, mm-hmm. Joseph Rosenbaum, <clears throat> and forgive me if I mispronounce this. Gage Grosskreutz. Okay. These Yo, are Cal, the shooting victims for Cal Cal Rittenhouse shooting. Victims. Right. TJ, um, what does justice look like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, it varies for this situation. Like, you know, like I said earlier, there's really no justice because I just want my my family member back. Mm -hmm. Right. My child, my uncle, my aunt, my cousin, whatever, my husband, sister, whatever. But at least in the judicial side of it, like here in this world. Mm -hmm. Right. I would at least want that done. You know, like I want them to. Go to jail. Right. You know what I mean. Be found so, guilty. So let's 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 take the let's take our current judicial system out of the mix, right? Mm-hmm. You, I can, I can you're a queen of the mm-hmm. world. Your your mo was wronged by someone. Something happened. What type of repercussion do you consider justice? Well, you know, me and Mo, we from the Bronx. So if I know who they are, I might hit somebody <laughs> up. The beat down. They- <laughs> and that's how we get justice in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm not are saying- you saying like a life for a life? Justice? Yes. That's how I would feel okay. if it was, you know, my family I, member. I, I, and, I absolutely and I know that that, that sounds well. horrible, but, oh. you know, like to me, sometimes that justice, but it's not even full justice because I'd rather have my best friend than having to kill somebody mm-hmm. else's life. And I wouldn't personally do it, but even putting the person that I would ask to do it at risk because they go to jail, their it doesn't life matter. is done It's the too. same thing. If it comes from your their direction, whether you do it or not. Caught. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I so, think... I, go ahead. I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mo. No, I was going to say, I think it depends on the situation because justice, like we said, could look different, right? Now, to me, if the person is murdered, you know, let's say is murdered, for example, really, there really is no justice because you still lost that person. But let's say an incident happens where, um, okay, you got shot, but it was, you found, you do the backstory and you was shot unjust, right? And then you sue and then you get, so then, yes, you got justice. You know, I'm still able to walk, however... That put me through an incident. I may be traumatized, but now I got monetary compensation for my pain. So yes, that may be justice. I'm still here in, you know, on the earth. However, if it's like somebody getting murdered, that's different because that person is not here at all. So it's like, really, do I get justice? Yes. I'm happy that they found the person and they're guilty. But, and, and even though we're like, yes, you know, they spend the rest of their life in jail or whatever may have you, but guess what? They're still living, right? Right. They're still living. They're just living, they're living in jail. So I, so when you kind of think about it, like now I want them to be fucking dead, like, (laughs) because my kid ain't living. So even yes, with you like, mm -hmm. obviously I can't speak from experience, but I feel like that's what the higher ups are doing. The people with power and just the resources available. They're not putting you in jail. If you really do something wrong today, kind of family, like, like it ain't different from the medieval game of Thrones times where, Mm -hmm. you know, someone will get someone to get someone to get at you. And I feel like in some certain areas, that's, that's exactly what's, what's going on. We're not able to do that because we don't have the power and resource to as just common people. But in terms of justice for me, it would be like having clarity between how that person died, who killed him, et cetera, and just putting the right amount of justice, making sure that the people involved all suffer. Or yeah. pay that price. Yeah. So let's say hypothetically, somebody wrong your mom. Correct. Violate your mom's one hundred percent. What type of what type of justice do you deem fit? I need to understand the violation. Did he put hand like if he punched raped my your hand, mom's raped raped your mom's raped castration your mom's. at the minimum castration. He ain't doing okay. that again. Okay. Okay. So castration is just so you won't kill him. You just cut his dick off. If in terms, well. 
I, I, okay. I'm talking, I'm talking, just kind of answering the questions. Like generally, I don't know the, like the specifics, but in terms of punishment for the crime, if I had to set an example for rape going forward in this kind of hypothetical, you're not setting an example. Having, you just, you just dealing with the, in terms of justice, of like what would be justice? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do jail castration or chemical castration. Mm-hmm. Make it so you don't do it again. What's a chemical okay. castration? Okay. I don't even sound like you're going to melt right his dick. Off. I'm I'm not intricate on the classes, but I'm, 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 I'm literally I don't know if I'm still high from last night, but I'm just like, yo, yeah. what no, if I feel like rape is Boogie is was that, right. And like if after you rape somebody, instead of going to jail, you get castrated. I think niggas would think twice about fucking raping somebody again. That will send a that will send a very clear message about forcing yourself inside a woman. That's unacceptable. No mm-hmm. means no. Especially in terms of elderly wow. rape. I feel like that's horrendous right. and unacceptable. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I feel like you should die, but I feel like that's extreme. So just make sure you can't use your. That's dick not going to scare people again. off from from doing shit. I, I mean, people know that you're going to go to jail or you're going to be punished somehow by doing crimes. But people niggas commit crimes every day. Um, not if not if those crimes are severe. We don't. There ain't no castrations going on like that. People would think twice if right. you if 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 you see if uh, if you see eunuchs walking around. That's going. That's going to make you think Bro, differently, my nigga. This is this is Earth, my nigga. <laughs> niggas don't think twice. We got a lot of niggas that don't think twice. I don't know, my. I I, I don't know, my nigga, because I feel like in certain countries, like if you yeah, steal, if you steal, they cut your, your hand off. off. I was just yep, so right, man. if you ain't Correct. got no fucking hand, my nigga, that'll make you look twice. Like maybe I should stop stealing and shit. Right. If you got one more left, yes. <laughs> I'm that. That's different in terms of hunger, mm-hmm. theft. I feel like those are two different things to tackle. Obviously, the, the people are stealing because they're hungry. I I don't look at rape as a need. I don't. You know what I mean? Like no one needs to rape a woman. No, I'm just it, giving it, that for example. I'm just right. giving no, that no, for example uh, in terms of like mm-hmm. what the what the repercussions are for that action. Like exactly. the repercussions for that yeah. is you lose your hand. The repercussions. But I wouldn't tie it to the same. Like in terms of theft, I feel like it would be a different crime, and I'd have to look at it differently. I wouldn't look at theft the way I would look at rape. In terms of justice, I look at it two completely different things. A life but, is not but lost. Some, but some theft. people look at theft as as huge. Right. And I think he was just giving. An, I just think Mash was giving an example and saying in some countries something you know, like we said, maybe not severe as rape, but something like theft. You're getting your hand cut off. So you start, you know, so if they're starting that, of course, you're going to think twice, like, all right, well, damn, let me, should I, nah, you know, you, you, you go back and forth a little I more. I don't like, look at the loss of property the same way I look at the loss of life. That's why I can't take that seriously. The more one-armed niggas you see in the hood lets you know you shouldn't be in that neighborhood. Them niggas stealing that. Right. You put your one-armed <laughs> niggas there? Nah, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to that hood. Exactly. Imagine getting your hand chopped off for stealing an apple. Like, and, and I, I don't know. I feel like there would be so much revenge in that kind of scenario. I feel like that's extreme. Yeah, you're thinking about it in in a in a specific context, but for the castration example that you gave, right? I think that's legit. I think that is a legit response for rape victims. Or, well, I ain't never been raped, but if I was to think of justice, I feel like that's appropriate. You I can't feel like ever do that again. Form of justice. Right, Flash, you disagreed with it. Why? Why do you feel like that? Like acceptable or not enough castration? Wait for castration. Um, can't rape no more without a dick, bro. I, I, I mean, I, I get it, but there's just there's just a level of punishment <laughs> that I don't think would, we need to drive. inflict on people. Yeah, it's like yeah. we 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 don't want to be like savages. Still, you sympathizing for the for the victim? I, I feel like no, no, I'm talking about like, punishment. I'm talking, I'm talking I'm about like a regular about domestic rape. It's like it could be interpreted between like part. How many chicks you got to rape before like, you are with a nigga getting castrated? 
How many rapes he got to have on this belt before you like, all right, cut his dick off? I'm I'm just not a fan of like castration, I guess. I, like there are other ways to punish people and you don't got to castrate them. I guess. How would you punish a, a rapist in that kind of situation in terms yeah, of making serial, sure that he don't serial like him rapist. and other people like that don't ever get the notion of raping again? I mean, but you rape. just that's, the that's the point of justice for me, like making sure that the- I like, mean, but, but this, is my, this is my thing. See, justice is very subjective because everybody has their own like level of how much harm or how much- shit they want to do to somebody in order mm. to like and this is how like revenge shit even happens anyway and this is why street shit gets so out of control and shit because right. everybody want to take justice into their own hand and sometimes it looks like issues with motherfuckers wanting to shoot each other and shit because everybody got their own fucking way of justice and shit so I just feel like yeah it's very subjective and you got to be very careful about true. what we call justice because I don't know that's just like a Wait, Flash can I, can I ask you a question then bro? What? In terms of the, the the scenario that Mash gave me, mm-hmm. um, if a hypothetical uh, rape were to happen to elderly woman that you're close well, to, how would well, what this would is your thing, interpretation? No, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let that. that rely just on me. That's number one because justice for me means that there's input from multiple folks about like how we really should go about this, and if that forms oh, so the you law, leave, you leave it to another another. No, group I, said of a, to I said a group of us. I said a group of us, and sometimes that's not necessarily for me because when we're talking about like even raping women. Why, like, let, let the women decide that. I, I'm, I'm asking this specific scenario, my guy. Like, in a specific scenario, like, that match gave me that someone raped, you know, hypothetically would rape a, I don't want to say older mother, that's, you know. But I'll give you raped, one. I'll give you one. Mm. I'll give you one. I want to give them the same one, Some, but. Hypothetically, someone takes journey. Mm. Hypothetically, someone breaks into your house, takes journey, mm. and we find a journey didn't make it. Mm. We catch the culprit. Right. What's justice? That, well, I'm not Look giving like that person you. justice. I'm going to give that person my whole intention of wanting to kill that person. That's not justice, though. That's me yeah, wanting so to. I'm like, asking you. But like, that's not justice. In this scenario, you have to have justice. Okay. Well, not, well, like, don't so even wait, connect wait, it to wait, you, wait, Flash. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Take the word justice out. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, What's, what type of response do you think is appropriate? For that individual. Right. If, and for all individuals like that, for lack of a better term, I guess, right? Well, that's the thing, though. Once again, I can't speak for all individuals. But when no, you, when, 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 when you talk about something that's... No, no, no. But I got I can't be specific. I got to be specific with, my, with this situation. If it's something no, no, close to home. No, no, I'm telling Boogie, you're making it harder about no, that. No, yeah, right. but yeah, because he's yeah, so, so when it's oh, closer definitely. to home for me... You're going to try to find a way out, Boogie. Like no, no, no. When it's closer to home for me, of course I'm not going to be thinking straight. Of course I'm going to be angered. Of course I'm going to do something that... I might feel justified in doing, but that doesn't mean that it's justice in general. I want to know what that is. Flash, what you're saying is what any human being would feel like in that situation, I, my guy. Bro, of but course but they once again, people feel different kind of based on the connection, on how close mm-hmm. that connection is. So it's going to be different as far as like how I would feel for somebody else in, in terms of that situation. Because me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to kill the nigga. That's me personally. But I'm not going to expect everybody to feel like that. This is why I say we need to have conversations as groups because my feelings can't be the only feelings based off of this. I could be just really stuck in my emotions. So, and I don't feel like that's justice at the end of the day. That's just me being angered and wanting to Am I react. wrong in saying, flat in the, in the scenario that Mash gave you, Flash, mm-hmm. if all of us was present during that scenario, someone took Journey, we all found Journey. We, you want to go kill this nigga. I don't think you need to consult the five of us to we understand what you're gonna do. Probably some of us gonna join you. Now, nah, if, like, if, if she was returned, if she was returned safely and everything is cool, no, she no, no, she didn't make it. She did not make it. Did not make it. So the feeling that you have, so, how could you not expect someone else to have that? But that's the Just someone who. Now this is my thing. Now initially, that may be my feelings, but my feelings also may 
change over time. And this is me because I'm a nigga that just like learns how to grow and sometimes even forgive and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So don't okay. so don't speak from this is why I say my mind different as far as how I approach shit. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there, there are phases. There different. are phases to how you might go through or feel certain shit. So yeah, maybe initially that's my thing. But then you you may give me a couple months, and I might just have to get certain things off of my my mental that don't make me feel like I need to be in such a deep space. That's dark. No, I feel you, my nigga, one hundred percent. Especially if you got other things and other shit going on, like to try to balance it out. But I like I'm think you know there's obviously there's some people that just don't subscribe to that. You got you know for Arbery's mother, just people that were slain overall and no justice was found. No one's, no one's going to be, and that, it's difficult to kind of have that forgiveness mentality when justice is, is not served or at least their version of it is not. And that's served. hard, bro. And, and that's very hard, but, but I've seen it before and I'm not, and I'm not saying people are incapable of it. I, and sometimes, no, we're not going to want to forgive anybody, especially when it's so fresh and when it's so new and everything like that. And I get that. Like, but everybody has to, have their so own it's a possibility you can't forgive shit neither. Like murder is real sometimes. People some like regardless of destruction background, they can't forget that shit. Murder's always gonna be won't. real. But like I said, do I feel like justice was served as far as the um the Ahmad Arbery joint? Yeah, absolutely. Like that that's what I agree with. But once again, there's a level to what I still feel like justice would do. I feel like all those dudes need to be like on death row and shit like that. Probably not. No. There's different levels of justice. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Man, let's move. No, I feel you, Flash. I feel you. I, I, was, I don't I, feel you. You bugging. Yeah. Uh. Like, I, I mean, I understand this perspective, but I look at it like if you had people in prison, right? Like, obviously, mm-hmm. going to be locked up. We going there's going to be taxpayer money spent to keep them locked up. Mm-hmm. You know, maintain it. That's why it's like for the crime that they all committed, the senseless, heinous act of it. You should sacrifice your life for that. In yeah. my opinion, like if I was to gun down someone like that, I, I gotta go. Like, why lock me up for 20, 30, 50 years for what? I'm sorry, that's just me. I don't know, cause cause I feel like you got some of these young gangbangers. They get trained young. They're in an environment, and you know they do things knowing that, not knowing like, yeah, that's gonna cost them a whole lot of years and shit. But I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm just looking I don't, at I don't like apply that to the youth too. Ju- justice is different, like I said. I don't know. I look yeah. at like a lot of environment shit. I look, I look at a, a lot more than just like what happened at the at the moment. So. And I ain't gonna lie, the situation just hit differently. If like a child, like the situation match gave me, if a child was to have done that to my mom, I'm not sure I'd be reacting with the same kind of intensity I have for a grown adult. Um, you know, just in reference to what you're saying, Flash, like children committing crimes just is looked at so much differently. At least for me, it would. Because I always feel like there's a chance for them to do better, but that's not 100% right, black uncle. and white. Do you think that that was the feeling of the jury who, who acquitted Kyle Rittenhauer of his? Actions? You think they feel like because he's a kid, he might? I, I mean, he better. did like he shed tears and all that, and like respectfully, I am not moved by that. But I would not be surprised if someone else right. was moved by that in terms of his defense. But that's not me trying to like back it up. And I think seeing the video too of it looking like the self defense piece right. too, because it was a video, right? Ahead, they, they had a yeah. video, and I also mm-hmm. feel like when we think of. Just because somebody got off, you also have to look at like what they were actually charged with and shit like that. And we have to, it's like, I feel like sometimes what they're charged with, you can sometimes kind of tell, yes, if they, if this is something that they're going to actually be guilty of or not. And I think like with his joint, they were saying like, did he go out there with the intent to kill? Like the wording is so specific in terms of what the jury is supposed to like say, like, was he guilty of this? Like to the whole degree. So, and it's like when I read some of it, it's not that I agree with it. Uh, uh, I'm just sitting here like, 
the wording helps him get out of it, right? Right. Yeah, and I so think in yeah, not to cut you, and I think also in his situation, it was the video because it looks like the the victims were running towards him with it, you know. So right. I think that's how he was able to kind of pass with the self defense theory there because it was on video, and the, and, and I believe one of the victims or two, I'm, I'm not correct, I'm not had had guns themselves. So when that situation is not, it, it looks yeah. good for him. Especially so in that situation, the, right, the other per- person had a weapon as well. So at that point, it's like, okay, well, are you going to take me out? I'm going to take you out first. This is self defense, you know. Especially when I'm being, I guess, you know, coming with three people around me. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess that's what I guess playing that into the. I'm just trying to put myself in a juror's mindset and maybe looking at something like that. You can kind of see it, or be like, you know what? Was that so? Like you said, what what was the intent? Yeah. I mean, based defense. on how it looks, he can mm-hmm. manipulate it to be like, yeah, they came at me. But due to the fact the other two ain't allowed to kind of tell a side, you know, we never know for sure. But it looks like he may have been the victim and the other two may have been the aggressor. Didn't they catch him making a statement like I'm coming out here to All kill right. these people or something like that? Well, or one of them has made a comment yeah, or something, something like something to that effect about a week before. He's like, I, I wish I wish mm-hmm. I had my gun when they, they did something like that. Yeah, because the charges that they, that they had for him were first degree part. intentional mm-hmm. homicide. Attempt, attempted first degree intentional homicide, first degree reckless homicide, first degree recklessly endangering safety, and first degree recklessly endangering. Uh, I guess it's the same thing. Oh, maybe. Oh, it's, oh, I guess it's the same count, but for different um victims and whatnot. But yeah, so it's like you know you got to pay attention to the wording on what those actually mean and why the jury actually found him not guilty of those things. And I think that just plays a big part as to why I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like for his case. Mm. Okay. You got a way for you. Welcome. <laughs> Nash, moving along, you want to jump into LeBron Braun? And oh, then we head over to we TJ. Talk about that. Yeah. So um my man LeBron was ejected uh last week from a Lake uh, Lakers game and he was playing Detroit. So apparently he got into a little um altercation with this gentleman by the name of Isaiah Stewart from the Detroit Pistons. Uh, they was jumping for a rebound. Bron Bron hit him in the face, and then they had exchanged words. And then once uh, my man Isaiah saw that he was bleeding, my man turned up all the way, and he tried to get at Bron Bron. And then when he tried Aggressive. to get Bron Bron, Russell Russell Westbrook threw his fist up like he was going to get crazy. He wasn't going to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, Yo, he my got man tried to die for him like a WWE play, like he was stone cold. I think he like he even ended with him going to the Lakers locker room at the end, like he was livid. Yeah, no, nah, he definitely lived. wanted to scrap. He wanted to scrap because I feel like, I mean, I didn't watch the game. I watched the highlights when the shit happened, but I know basketball. And I know, like, when you're playing, mm-hmm. shit happens, you know, but somebody says some slick shit out their mouth to that nigga. There's no way that shit happened because the replay, it didn't start off as hot as it got. Like, he hit him, and then after a minute, he saw the blood and changed words. No, I, I, saw, so, I, yeah. saw, I saw the shit, my, my guy, like, like they was just jostling for position on the rebound. I think they had some words, but it, like you know how it is in terms of basketball, it wasn't nothing too serious. Right. But when when the ball was up in the air and they kind of separated, LeBron's hand kind of moved to kind of like get him away so he can like secure himself. But he hit his hit face. Him. Yeah, his elbow. Yeah, hit his so like it wasn't inti- like LeBron didn't intentionally aim for his face. He just like he just did his thing to kind of create space for himself. So it just kind of escalated due to that. Like he got hit hard just due to bad luck. Mm. I mean, it, I agree with you, but I just feel like in terms of it, ex- it evolving to what it evolved into because it turns like a big thing. Like they, mm-hmm. they all the benches and all the referees popped out to stop these niggas from fighting. Somebody's popping shit. You're not going to do that off just a hit. You're I mean, my man was really getting aggressive though. Won. Like everybody had to hold him back. He kept kind of go after but LeBron. Thing, I feel like I like want to ask two, too. Mm-hmm. Wasn't at one point didn't it appear as if 
LeBron was trying to apologize to him? Mm. Like it looked yeah, like he, for a second, he then he walking, went yeah, like right he walked back up in. to him, right? Like he they walked he walked up to LeBron. It looked like it was going fine, and then I don't know what happened. It's like he just lost control after that. Because I was I kind of watched it a couple of times to kind of see like okay, he walked up to him. It looked like they were, and then <laughs> Isaiah went crazy. He went, and I, I feel like, I feel somebody like that's where somebody says something. Somebody right. says something. I mean, like, in the NBA man. though, in terms of the contracts and all that, you got like. And it's LeBron James. LeBron James Don't ain't matter. really the one to kind of flex on like that. Like, like that's not the person to kind of make your name on because he's looking like crazy. Isaiah. Right Isaiah. Like yeah, because Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah was Fuck not yeah. having he it. Homeboy through, was. He trucked through like 50 people. <laughs> he did. His, co- his whole coach team, he went through his coaches. Then he ran to go because they said, you know, in the tunnel, you, I guess they thought he was going to run to the other side of the uh-huh. locker room. But uh, yo, it was. Yeah. I mean, that's dangerous for the NBA, though. Good luck, like when any teams want to play with that guy just because of that. I feel like, like that's reckless. That, he gonna get so much respect in Detroit from doing that shit. No He's doubt. gonna be like the next enforcer that Detroit has for like the next two seasons. He gonna be their go to nigga because that's what Detroit. Assuming do. he don't get bullied so. again, my guy, he get another De- eye wound. He'll do shit now. Nah. <laughs> Detroit has a legacy of having aggressive basketball players from the the bad boys to just fucking the 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 riot that they had with the Pacers. Detroit got real niggas on their gang, and this is just another reflection mm. of that. So we're gonna see. But you know what I wanted to say really quickly, <laughs> even though it's funny, but it's not funny. Your Westbrook is always on go. Westbrook be ready. Westbrook from Cali. Westbrook be he be in the background ready to go. He's just like say the word go. Like, you know, no shade, I can't, but Westbrook I can't, Westbrook be airballing shit. Uh, I can't I can't match Westbrook gangster with his outfits. I feel like right. his outfits make me feel like he can't be as tough as he appears to I be mean, when I see him on TV his, because he looks his crazy. outfits are questionable. What is he wear? Because I'm not a big basketball fan. Well, like, what is he what? He wears the opposite of how he plays because he's a very he's he's one of my favorite players actually. He's a very aggressive. He's aggressive. He's always so, on go. He's a, like it's. And like, yeah, and I said, didn't I say he always on yeah, go? He yeah, his outfits is just like, I, I mean, not my taste, not my, my, not my taste. I'm good. I'm good. I've always respected his independence, mm-hmm. though. He, I, I, I'm not. It's hard to articulate. But <laughs> what does he wear? Paint it for me. What does like he wears different colors? Check the chat, bro. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, check the chat, dog. All right, so I sends a Google link. Yeah, ch- yeah, that's a good Google link. It's a lot of bright colors. That's all I say. A lot of bright colors. Yo. Oh, okay. Yo, but you know what's why? Oh, Yo, skirts Westbrook and stuff. is just, com- just comfortable. Yeah. But you know, real talk, he's a quiet kind of chill dude in real life, or at least from when I see him in like interviews postseason, like he always makes time with his wife and child. So it's like he's not really rambunctious like his outfit. You can tell these, like, some of these motherfuckers don't give a fuck because even Dennis Rodman used to be one of my favorite players back in the days. And Dennis Rodman, he always give a fuck. was like, kind of that wild. And shit. I yeah. love Dennis Rodman's just. Because on the court, he's just a different beast. It's a he's different beast. Person, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, he was aggressive in, in, in a defensive way. Like he's the guy that chased down the ball like a motherfucker. If that shit was going out of bounds, that motherfucker would dive yeah. to kind of reclaim exactly. it, pass it to his man. Like that was that. Yeah, and, I, and have y'all seen how people's coming for KD as well? Well, because his because uh, he didn't want to Yeah, because KD they talking about his ashiness. Like oh, his ashiness. Like skills. They're like snakes. And then they talking about his hair. Like I, I can't. I be having them days too. I don't even care. Like yo, that's disrespectful. The amount they was coming for the simple fix for that. Just put some oil in the shower after you shower. Yes. Put some. My man had a long day. Still wet. Yeah. You don't even have to do no crazy. In the winter, it don't even. It's not even that serious in the winter. Come on, yo. But that shit was funny. Give him a break. Give him a break. Oh my god, yo, that's right. a big red flag for Mo yeah. though. Mo don't Mo don't fuck with niggas that are ashy. Yo, do y'all feel like that ejection for LeBron was real though? I I don't feel like he should have been ejected. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I know people was talking about him being ejected for that punch. I don't think he should have. Maybe, like, flagrant too, but just foul shots, but not an ejection. <laughs> I'm wait, not sure wait, he should, but I wait, think they're probably going to use him as an example. Oh, you you just seeing it, Mash? You just seeing it? Wait, wait. <laughs> so, before we move on to LeBron, right? So, you know, everybody's talking shit about Katie and his ashy ankles. <laughs> this nigga responded. He was like, I'm about to pull my y'all broke card mm-hmm. for a second. Yes, Pick the yes, fuck yes. up. Yeah, he did respond. <laughs> yep, he did respond. <laughs> yo, yo, he's like, I'm actually got, but I got money answer. to buy lotion. That's the uh, best answer you got. Uh, like, shut up, y'all broke. Shut exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's so dismissive and kind of said it. That's not. That's not the perfect well, answer. Yo, no <laughs> question. Well, no, because he's saying he don't care. Like, you know, he yo, probably maybe. Yo, you, you know, the, you know the best thing I that ever is heard. Shit, though, niggas said like you'll never see somebody doing better than you hate on you. So I was just sitting here like, ah, <laughs> damn. And people that's hate facts. on Katie a lot. That's facts. <laughs> oh my gosh. People do hate on Katie uh, a lot. That's facts. All right, let's jump into. All. I think this is flash. If you don't have anything, I think the last person is TJ. Yeah, TJ. Jumping uh, into that. Jumping into that reality TV. Okay, yeah. So we kind of started off really serious. Yeah, and so now we let's went get into some it. joking yeah. stuff. So, so on the reality TV news, I'm just going to give you guys an update on Married at First Sight. Even though we thought the season was over where the couples decided whether uh-uh. they wanted to stay together or not, there's a lot of shit going down behind the scenes. So the first thing is only two couples ended up deciding that they were going to stay married. And that was uh, Rachel and Jose. And that was... Mirla and Gil. So out of the five couples, only two couples decided to stay married. And both of those couples are already having shaky times. So remember, Rachel and Jose is the guy that they're the Hispanic couple. He's the guy that kicked her out of the, the house, locked the door. Right. And you guys were like, that shit is crazy. Is that crazy. the one that was the pretentious dude that was trying to like, like date every other yes, chick? Yes, he did a good um, job with that boogie. Okay. Yes, we all <laughs> He did a good job right using now. that word. Yes, he is a pretentious one. So I guess they were having issues because he has a house because he's very organized. He already had a house. So after decision day, she moved in with him. And he just became very like specific about his things. And it's coming off as she didn't feel like she was at home after she moved in. He's like, when are you going to pack yourself? When are you going to do this? Can you move this? Can you move that? So she didn't feel like she was at home and they had some squabs and they kind of broke up and they decided to stay married, but they're living in separate places and they're moving very slowly and they have the intention to kind of like move back in with each other. But I'm just wondering to myself, and I want to pose this question to you guys. If the ultimate goal in a relationship is to get married, you move in with somebody. And when you move out, isn't that like, what are we, are we dating again? Like, is that like a Keep red- it a hundred? I'm not sure. I feel like that's breaking up in my opinion. Right. What I'm they like, need to- like, okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to say, all they need to have a conversation because we have to be clear. These are two people who lived by themselves individually. So my thing, me personally, we should have been purchasing something together. Together, what, correct. Together, because me going into this But if it didn't work financially, like, right? Right. Or, right. Or it could be, not even how, but we have to talk about that because I don't want to come in your space and then I'm feeling uncomfortable because it's your space. You may not want to come in my space because you that's feel how she's feeling. uncomfortable. I was thinking right. about like personal space and I'm, mm-hmm. that's the only, only thing I could think of is like, yo, I, I want to have my own kind of space just for my kind of peace of mind. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, I don't know. Sometimes you can't get that living with someone else. Mm-hmm. That's just me though. Yeah, but you're yeah. married. I think it depends you're on married. Yeah, so what are you going to do when you get yeah. married, Boogie, and you need oh, your personal space? Yeah, uh, go to the gym, right? Or go mm, hang out with your it's boys. It's not that simple, right? TJ. Like, what are you going to do when you're married? That is a good Or question, find a space for, in the house. TJ, that, I think that distance like, is... Or create, like, have a bigger space. Yeah, Mash, yeah, I know Mash was trying to jump My in. Fault. I was just trying to say, like, this, the 
the circumstances that you just outlined in this situation is different though. Like mm-hmm. they got married before they even met each other. Correct. So yeah. you know, I could see how they can have a problem adjusting and cohabitating because they don't know each other. Like mm-hmm. you don't know. They're the still new. Or you, yes, right. Know. You don't know. You don't know just how tedious a nigga is until you live. They don't even know how they shit smell. But, like they so, just got there together. You know I mean? So it's like they don't even know those. So nuances. this is the premise of the show. They've been together yeah. for at least two months. And what I was gonna say is that I, I appreciate the show. What the show does is that they have them live together after they get married. Yeah, in that's an what apartment. I was gonna say. They've been so living you together are kind of months. right. So you aren't getting to know the person. You know. So with, when they were living together for those two months, they weren't living in a mutual. They were we're living in a mutual place. Correct. Right? Yes. Correct. And yep. So that's, that's exactly yes. from moving into my shit. Exactly. You moving into my shit. Yeah, that's what Mo just said. It's different because I've established yeah. my. That's routine. what I said exactly. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I'm so saying. I could definitely understand why that would cause some confusion, but at the end of the day, you got to figure out if you really want to deal with this person's shit. That's Everybody that's easier said than done. Like you could be in a relationship for, with someone for a year and moving in together. That's a huge undertaking. There's a lot mm-hmm. to kind of balance and, and get like figure out. But brand new people that just met each other, married, and now who in the movie? That is so much to fucking mm-hmm. grasp in terms of just day to day, you know, making sure that you have your sense of self and, you know, trying to, you know, make sure that she herself is good as well, you know, for your partner or whatever. So it, I feel like it's a it's a lot more work than we give it credit yeah. for. To really balance and like, you know, marriage is a, for a lifetime. I think Gosh. for the same reason you just, no, nah, nah, that, mm-hmm. no, I was just saying that marriage is a lifetime. So if you are not figuring it out right now and you think moving out is going to help you guys. And they said, since she moved out, like they were on the phone more, they're really connecting. So, you know, they're, they're actually building up a little bit better. And I think what Mash and Mo mentioned is what was the issue was they didn't have any issues where they were in this mutual space together. Although him locking her out does show he had this like ownership a little mm-hmm. bit and it, yeah, which was a flag and it happened Lions. in the house Correct. because Definitely. it was his house Lions. and he's very Correct. money conscious too. So he was the only one that owned property. I don't think she owned property. Maybe yeah. she was just renting. So it made sense for her to move in with him. But like you guys said, if we're moving into a mutually exclusive Correct. space, yeah. you know, where they did better in that, that environment as opposed to moving into his space. Yeah. But they're working right, it out. Building. And yeah. marriage is for a lifetime. So I mean, is it though? Them, I feel like every relationship you know, is different as well, especially with modern times. So I feel like maybe that's not too far fetched to, you know, be together but let have different different places. I don't know. Not, what you say, Flash? No, no, I was asking, does marriage really have to be for a lifetime in terms of like I know, like, yeah, what marriage is and why people get married, but does it really have to be for a lifetime? I feel like marriage should it be redefined. It doesn't have to be, to be honest, but it should be. Because we still kind of confine it to one person. Yeah, well, technically, like, a lot of people still look at marriage as one man and one woman, and that's it. Like, they don't look at anything else. So it's like, I feel like marriage overall should be kind of redefined. Right. I mean, if obviously, I get, of course, it's gay marriage. Like, yeah, that, if, I got, if I got 20 wives and I downgrade to 18, was that, is that bad? Is that a... No, that, is that I bad? don't think that's that bad. bad. Like, to be honest, polygamous marriages is something I feel like should be kind <laughs> of talked about. If I could afford 20 wives, money? If you, if you got enough bread for 20 wives, 18 ain't going to kill you. <laughs> you was it, was it right. forever? But there's a lot of work that goes into that. So this is so crazy that we're talking about this. Yeah, 18 wives, that's, that's a lot that's, of work. That's the thing, though. No, even, even being married to one person does require a lot of work. It does. And sometimes, I, and, I, and I do understand, like, people grow out of trends and stuff like that. And I don't, I feel like you should be married as long as you can find, like, purpose and happiness and, and whatever right. this is with the partner. But if that, if certain things just fade and you're not getting certain things from this relationship, I don't feel like it has to be forever though. I feel like Agreed. if you make it forever, as far as like you continually work on that relationship and it grows and it's, it feels good to you and great. But if it's, if it's something that's a mundane task, if it's something that 
that is Doesn't not you adding happy. value. Right. What, like yeah, whatever it is. Fucking you up. Like, this nigga's fucking you up every day and you decide to stay up the street being married. That's crazy. Like that's crazy. No, I think that's crazy too. That's not what I'm referring like, to. Even just your, your your sense of life. Like you can have a good wife and and like she could be going good, but if you yourself are not happy in a situation, that's also grounds for like, you know yeah. what? Yeah, this maybe yeah. this is not yeah. for me. Yeah, at the end of the day, I like marriage is the title, but but like happiness is the pursuit. So I don't so I don't subscribe I, to I like marriage you. having to be forever. I, I just be honest. Well, let's say this, okay, because I feel like we're getting off topic a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, bring but, it back. Bring it back. Yeah, let me I'm I'm trying. I'm sorry. But I'll let you finish, Boogie, because you were saying something. Go ahead, Boogie. What were you saying? I'll let you finish your statement. No, nah, I was gonna actually go back on Flash thing, but now nah, let's bring it back. Cause I was gonna try to flip his perspective in terms okay. of Okay. So the premise of getting married is this lifetime partner. And so you should always be looking forward to like working on this relationship, working on this partner. But in no marriage. Are you going to be 100% happy every fucking day? It's going to get mundane. It's going to get boring. And it's up to you guys to work on that. And I'm not saying stay in it if it's abusive or something like that. But if you're thinking about leaving because it's boring and it's mundane, like that's up to you to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Because marriage I, is a I disagree with it's that, TJ. Now, I, I have a question. Like, like obviously yeah. you are in charge of your own happiness. I get that. You got to initiate that. But if you're in a relationship with someone and you're not happy with that person, it can be argued that you initiating that is putting, is draining you. It's you putting an effort and energy and, and maybe, and that's assuming that the partner does the same thing Both as well. Both people need to be putting it in. Mm-hmm. Both people. I feel like in terms of what you said, that initial kind of me putting out that energy, I feel like a lot of times people do that in their own way and it's not received. That's why there's a lack of doing that. People usually want to move on because they usually try in their own way to kind of initiate that energy, if that makes sense. What energy y'all? Yeah, like what does that like, mean? You know when, because I don't like, get it. When, before a relationship starts to sour, there's usually hints of communicating. Like, like uh, how do I put it? You got people. You got two married people trying to work on things, doing the day to day, and they're st- they're starting to sense it's it's starting to get boring or draining. And they, I feel like people in their own way try to communicate that is what I'm trying to say. And usually when they get when they try to leave and do something else because they're tired of of repeating trying to communicate things, they try to put tired of putting in that effort is what I was trying to articulate. Well, yeah. So if I'm communicating something to you as my partner and I'm saying, yo, you keep doing this and it's, it's, it's affecting me, it's bothering me, that's me having a conversation with you and you continue to do that, that whatever the behavior is, then I don't really want to deal with this because you're not, you're not learning from whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So that is totally acceptable. But that's not marriage, right? Like marriage is you have an issue with your partner, you talk to your partner about it, they see that, it's a it's an issue because it's bothering your partner and they are actively working on it. And it's not just one person working on it. It's people working on the issues, right? Because we want this relationship to work. We put in the work to make it work. That's that's what I'm saying. Don't stay in a relationship if you're not. as it seems, though. It can be. And if you have the, the mentality that it's not as it simple. Can, it can be, but it's not as simple that time. You're going to create that. Just like we said, you know, you, you speak the words, you know, you create. Uh, your, your words speak things into existence. So if you're saying that, oh, even if I got it and it's mm-hmm. not going to work, then then the, maybe it's not for you, you know? But marriage should be for the person that right. wants to hear that their partner's not happy and they want to figure out solutions to make both partners happy in the relationship. That's, that's what it is to me. Um, but not the guru of marriage. Marriage right. is between... No, two people. I, I, so I like that perspective, though. It's between two people. So it's, it's I have this... Correct thought process you have this thought process and we come together who cares about what everybody else has done in history it's about me and you and how we compromise together 
Anybody else want to talk about it? Correct. I feel like that is lost on a lot of people, TJ. But that's mm. that's very profound. Mm. No, you said I, it. I, I, yeah, I agree with I you. Think you're 100% that was wrapped right. up. Yeah, you wrapped that up nice. I have you? another yeah. one that I want to add, though. You did. Like yeah. finding that kind okay. of commitment in people is easier said than done. What you just said, TJ. That's what I was trying to articulate. It's it's I hard to find that, that person in the mighty name that of Jesus. with that kind of equal mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, I mean, in some situations, I should say. I rebuke that in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> I like to think that. I, I like to think that people people change over. People change if you're lucky, right? Yes. We all change over time. We grow. It's just important to find somebody that you can change with, and y'all grow together. Yes. You know, grow with. Um. Yes. I think that think that is the cornerstone to a long term successful marriage if y'all growing together. Correct. Because some um, people outgrow correct. each other. But if you're growing uh, together, or just grow separate. yes. Or if, just but grow if you're separate. growing together, right. it's gonna build y'all, it's gonna build the unity stronger because you guys are right. growing together, right? I, I, right. I agree. There's foundation in that in terms yep. of that shared experience. Mm-hmm. Facts. That that's what but, I'm uh, missing. But I also think it's important, like Flash said, for us to be realistic about what that expectation looks like in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're not growing with somebody, you need to be able to acknowledge mm-hmm. that and make the steps necessary to remove yourself from the situation. You can Facts. share with someone that you can grow with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Being in the being in an uncomfortable situation wow. is no good mm-hmm. for anybody. Mm-hmm. Correct. Nobody. So I agree with both of y'all. 100%. Everybody really yeah. all saying the we same are, shit. Right. Yeah, right. either either work through it or find a way to work around it, but you got to work on it. 100%. Because at the end of the day, you still going to be you. You stuck with you. 100%. You're stuck with you. And, and you yeah. should love being stuck with you. That's the thing, too. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, it. I like this. And not only that, um, so I'm going to just switch it over to another couple. So remember I said there were two couples that stayed together and they're mm-hmm. both rocky. Well, this other couple completely broke up. This was Mirla and Gil. And everybody thought that they were going to do really well. Mirla is a social worker. She does really well for herself. She's known for being like the princess and regular about things, a little annoying. Acts Mo. Mo is like, I cannot stand her personality. She's just like too much for me. She's too extra. She's very particular. and. She doesn't like certain things and she could be a Demi, a Debbie Downer and he doesn't have that yes. personality. Gil is a firefighter. Uh, he's a yes. firefighter. He's a really attractive man. Oh, this is the black, the dude, black guy. The black, he's Spanish. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're his yeah. uh, oh, Afro Latino. So wait, so Latinx. this is the yeah. chick. She got money. Yeah. She got money. <laughs> she's a social she worker. Yeah, she's a social worker and like shoes and stuff. Yeah. According to the reunion, when they talked about it, he ended up saying that he makes $100 more every two weeks than she does. So the mm-hmm. way that it was depicted $100? on the series, yeah. So he, she, Which is he, true. He broke yeah. it down just to show that he makes more money than her. So on the show, when they how, how were was it depicted it, on the series before that? Was it depicted like, like she had so much more money than him? I'm uh, explaining it right now. So on the show, it showed, she liked really extravagant things. She liked, you know, the doorman building. She liked... Red bottom shoes. She liked, you know, really expensive purchase purses and stuff like that. And she also did well for herself financially. She had a job. It looks like she saved a lot of money. And then when you compared her to him, it looked like he didn't. He wasn't making as much money as her. But it, I think what it comes down to is he just doesn't value mm. clothes. He doesn't value his living situation like that. He doesn't need to live in a doorman building, you know. But it, he also wasn't saving as much as she had been mm-hmm. saving when they could compare those two things. But the story with them is they decided to stay married. Uh-huh. And he says on the reunion, literally a week after they moved into a new apartment together, he says he sold everything. The only thing he came to that new apartment with was his dog, his clothes, and his blender. And a week after he moved in, 
because he was moving into a space with her and she's been particular. And I think he must have felt like, yo, I'm all in. This is my wife. And we're going to start all over. I don't need my furniture. We can get rid of that. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, he sacrifices shit just to kind of make her feel comfortable, not due to like financial concerns, just to kind of give her peace Well, no, I just think it made sense, yeah, right? So like if wife. you're moving in with someone and you have furniture and she has furniture, maybe you'll say, let's sell your furniture and we'll move in together. And your furniture is trash and old. You're not going to bring it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's a very particular girl. So I, I could see him saying, I'll sell my stuff. We can buy whatever together. Okay. Or I, if you like your couch more than mine, I'll let's bring your couch in. So long story short, he sold everything and mm-hmm. was with his dog, uh, his clothes and his blender. A week later, after they moved into this apartment, she says, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm not attracted to you. Mm-mm-mm. Sweet, not at all, my guy. <laughs> I'm shocked. Hey man, that's, that's the risk I'm you shocked. Take you, that's the risk you take when you're in a relationship. Wait, wait. When they moved in together, his her name like it was her name on the list. He got no shit. <laughs> this nigga ain't got no furniture. It doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. He actually also he offered to move. She said that she was gonna move out, and he was like, no. I'll move out. And he is just heartbroken. Oh, yeah, the relationship kind of dead. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's heartbroken. (laughs) It's been two months that they've been together. He's been so supportive. He's an amazing husband. Like like I said, she could be a Debbie Downer. Like, she's the type that she'll go to an event and be like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. And then be screw face. And he has to, like, figure out how to make her happy. So that he can enjoy his time, too. Because imagine being with a partner that's, like, miserable everywhere you go. And, you know, exactly. like you start to take that on and you want your partner to be happy. So it was really you're crazy not, seeing one how, <laughs> how sweet he has been. And she just does not care. Um, so how do Yo, you guys feel about that? He sold everything. Like, Say that, Mesh. I think, you know, I, I, just, front, I feel like he should be kind of compensated because like like he <laughs> lost money coming in and now he literally has a restart fresh. That's an L. Yeah, I just feel unfortunate because my thing is before y'all made, if she knew maybe she wasn't really attracted to him, they didn't even have to move in together. I mean, at that point. You can't make no split second decision on that. You fucking up a man's livelihood. Now he got to find a new place to live, new furniture to restock. She didn't even need to move in with him. She could have just said that prior to the moving in. Like, 100%. hey, you know, I, I, you know it's, it's, it's been this journey. Yeah, we we going through this journey and, you know, I've tried, but I honestly feel like this. And then let him stay in his apartment with his dog and whatever else. And then you go your separate way and continue to stay in your apartment. But to make mm-hmm. him knowingly, you knew he sold his things or whatever he did to move and into an apartment still, with you, and then a week later to tell him that—that's yeah. that's it was that's fucked grinding. up. That's that's yeah, grinding. it was that's definitely grinding. fucked. And you know, they asked her multiple times, "Are you attracted to him?" Because she moved very, very slow. I want to say like a month in, she didn't even kiss him, and it was just like, "What the fuck?" But then I heard with you know before mm-hmm. a decision day, they ended up consummating the marriage, so they did have sex, but. You know, every time they asked her, are you attracted to him? Mm. She's like, yes, I'm very attracted to my husband. He makes me feel so good. He makes me feel like princess. Out of nowhere, she's just, and she's this cold ass bitch when you're talking to her on this, in the reunion. He's just, she's just like, yeah, I don't, I'm not attracted to him. I don't like him. And I didn't know when else to say it. I, I said it at the time that I felt. And it just really was hurtful. Like my heart, and he started crying. He was crying. He was yeah, like, I haven't that, had this toxic. whole experience. And now that's I'm just toxic, like. Though. 
I can't stop crying. He's like, my heart is crushing. He's like, I dealt with rejection, but this is different. Like, cause I went, I went all in and he's like, it started to like affect me. So he's been going to therapy ever since. Um, and supposedly mm-hmm. there's a bitches in the DMs. And I was thinking to myself, should I slide in his yeah, DM they, too? They, they, you there know? you go. Let, let, let <laughs> he's a really good himself. guy. It's not, it's not, it's not your he's time, really... TJ. It's not your time. <laughs> it's not my time to slide in his DM. I feel like that chick ain't shit though for uh-huh. even doing it like that. That's a grand, that's a weird stage to kind of even. Don't listen to the haters, TJ. Go ahead and slide. You got healing to do. He did say that there's a lot of girls sliding in his DMs, but there's one woman that slides in his DMs every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And she's like, listen, I'm only a flight away. And I was like, yeah, that's a good technique because obviously, you know, he's talking about her. So, but he's not ready. And it's taken him some time. Their last reunion uh, episode they had, which where they did like an update of where they are now. And he still had on his ring. He's so heartbroken. And the therapist was he like, He might be simping. I don't know. That's a little too much right now. No, I mean, think about it, Boogie. If you take this process, if you go in to do married at first sight, you really want to be married. You want to find your life partner and you're matched with this person that experts have put you together. They said that you are compatible mm. and you actually make it through the process. You know, it's been two months. They made it yeah. through. They stayed together. Go ahead, Nash. What do you have to say? Yeah, TJ, if I do marry the first sight and my wife play the shit out of me and I'm getting the sympathy of all these women who watch this shit, <laughs> Yo, that's I'm going to get married soon. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I mean, he yeah. he going to get married real, real soon because he's getting all types of sympathy love right now. Yeah, I'm hoping he takes his yeah. time. And he was a good, I mean, he really is a good dude. Like, I just felt like he yes. was seemed very happy. You know, he was always happy to go out and do all these things and be with, yeah, him, and be with his make wife. Make her feel and, special. And even mm-hmm. what kind of check... And, and, and he would softly check her at times. Very yes, soft. He, he was still soft with her, but he still checked her. Yes, he softly did. would he check her. very honest. And you like that, TJ? You like the way he checked her? I did. TJ, I did like, like the way he, he checked her because mm-hmm. he would tell her, like, listen, sometimes your attitude, your Debbie Downing, like, it affects me. And he was like, all I need you to do is be more affectionate to me when that happens. And she was like, okay, and... You know, he really did say, like, why are you feeling like this? Like, how can I help you with this? You know, like he mm-hmm. he brings it to her attention to try to curtail it. Like he really did check her in a very I, I would not say he was a simp at all. He was a gentleman. She even said, like, he opened every door. He, you know, made her feel like a woman, pulled out every chair, like did things to make special. There was nothing simpish about this man. Because he was very honest with her too. I mean, he got disrespected in the end anyway. I feel like yeah. I don't know. I always feel like th- like he's showing all that respect and to be disrespected and dismissed and played like that, like just two months in, like, yeah, I'm, I don't even like like that. Be out. I feel like this. Uh, I wouldn't even say he's a simp. I just feel like watching the show, I didn't feel at like all? all. Like, I yeah. feel like the chemistry between them was real forced. I got to see her. To hear her I talk like that now, it doesn't what, surprise me. Right. What's her, what's her name? Sh- yeah. I was shocked when TJ, when they stayed together because I'm not shocked because that's how I felt. I felt she was, that's why I didn't like her. I felt she was very cold. But she started warming up. You you didn't go through the entire thing, Mo. She did start warming up to him. She did. No, she did start. No, I did. No, I know she started warming up because I watched. I know she started warming up. They even did an exercise together one time and they, and they talked about it and he talked about how they felt and she did, she did warm up, but I'm just mm. saying yeah. like, I, you never liked her. Just her energy Every time for me. It was her energy for Yeah, me. nobody liked her. I did though. <laughs> I thought she just needed to move at her pace. It was her energy What'd you say, Matt? On a scale of one to 10, how bad was she? I would, she's a six. I would say she's well, about I mean, an eight or nine. She's I'm a nice body. She's a one to 10 with that kind of attitude? She okay. has a horrible attitude in, in, in looks. Mm-hmm. In looks. eight or nine? 
Oh, you said how mm-hmm. is you said oh you talking about oh judging her yeah she's about a seven yeah. yeah she's about a seven she about and look a seven. she doesn't wear foundation she has really clear skin you know she cares about what she looks like like her body is right she makes good money yeah like the only bad thing I would say about her is her attitude which mm-hmm. is a huge red flag for me you know because I'm not into the pomp and circumstance of what you look like it's really about the soul so like yeah she was mm-hmm. a, you know she came off as a bitch you know um. And she's still coming off as a bitch. So she let me just. Hear that. Go ahead. She's giving me regular Spanish bash? girl vibes. She's just giving regular Spanish girl vibes. I don't feel like nothing about her. Nah. Particularly Spanish. Nah. She didn't give me Spanish. Nah. Spanish women are known for being like very like, supportive to their mm-hmm. men and catering to their men. And that's not her at all. And she tried to play him as if it was a finance thing. And that's why he had to come out on a reunion and say, I make $100 more every two weeks than she did. You know, how does she, how does and he came there looking sexy as hell. He had on like a, oh, a yeah. belt and red bottom shoes and a sexy ass suit. And was, the beard game just like flash. You see me, BBG out so here. So I was like, hey, oh, he grew he's a beard. Really he sexy. Grew, okay, he grew a beard. Yeah. He's looking sexy as hell in these streets, and his DM is filled. Just make some room for me, Gil. Um, exactly. Anyway, I just wanted <laughs> yeah. to mention something else. That this is the first season that there's talk of their castmates swapping with each other. So there's talk that that girl that we were just talking about, this bitch character, Mirla, is talking to one of the Asian characters that he was just like trash the entire episode. So I just said it's crazy that they're saying that they're talking. Yes, the one that was with Bao, Johnny. Bao. So there's talk that he's like talking to her, but I don't think he's her type. I don't think he could handle her. But it is true that Zach, which is the black character that was dealing with Michaela, which was like the raging bull, uh, the one that would just flip out over everything. I think we mm-hmm. talked about her where she like damaged the house or whatever mm-hmm. when they went on that like uh, resort ski or the, the, the little. I remember her. She got nuts and got a little frustrated. OK. Yes. She the guy that was with dinner, her. I believe. Well, it was just in the house with the guy. Um, but yeah, so that guy that was with her, his name is Zach, is now trying to court the guy, the girl that was with uh, the Asian guy, Bao. So um, I want to see how that pans out. Like, you know, when you swap of the partners, you know, like how would that dating situation look? Mm. Um, and how how awkward that is because you just, this person was just married to someone else, you know, but... Yeah, it, this is a very interesting season. Is this going on in season or this going to be a new season? Like, hey, like we just swapped with these. Uh, I think that's like, the, how is that flowing? If you don't mind me asking. If that- I, I don't know. I think, you know, we're going to be following them on their social media to see if they stay together because the season is done and the next season is going to be in Boston. Mm. Um, every- I ain't going to lie. Like, I, I, that's not really my type of thing. But when you said that the character, like the like the, the other married character was like, nah, I ain't, I ain't going to deal with my wife. I'm going to go do this. That's, this other married character. I was like, oh, that's they doing mm. that on this show. Okay. Mm. That's that's yeah. it's a little mixy. I this like is it, the though. first yeah. season that it's been mixy like this. So that is mixy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I need to tune in. But that's a high for you guys. I ain't gonna hold you. Okay, so we rounding this out. We rounding this out. Go ahead, Boogie. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're we gonna mm-hmm. close out the episode then uh, for our current events for December. Uh we thank you so much for tuning in and just overall staying for the content. Uh, please feel free to like and follow us on Instagram. We are posting on an everyday basis and be sure to follow us every ahead, week TJ. on YouTube 
as well as a new episode on every Wednesday. TJ, yeah. So if you're that? following us on IG, it's at So Ratchet Podcast. If you're following us on Twitter, we tweet from time to time. It's So Ratchet Pod. And yes, as Boogie said, we are now live on um, YouTube. So if you want to see our face with our voice, uh, catch on Sophisticated Lead on YouTube. And we're actually going to be on TikTok now, too. So we're kind of getting in with the younger generation, okay? Bear with us. Bear with us. Our TikTok is coming soon, and that's going to be at Sophisticatedly Ratchet as well. <laughs> We're going to have a dance coming soon. We got y'all. Exactly. And I think we did the punk. Go yeah, quick, 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 quick. I see him. Quick shout out to my nigga Kitty. Damn, Kitty. I mean, I I'm allergic. I don't know. That's why I'm getting so stuffy because he's, he's there. <laughs> Hi, Kitty. Kitty's the cool. Boogie, you did the points, Boogie. I think we all got the time. Oh, Bash tried to put in pretentious at the end, so he gets a point for that. And then we can exit out. Actually, um, oh, you giving them nah, your points? I'll take that. Don't even give it to me. Don't even give it to me. I didn't want no, it. No, you had one point. I, I think I had one all, point, so and I think I'll take that. Boogie had a point, if I remember. And she it seems like we're all tied then. Oh, you didn't say it at all? I didn't oh, say that. Nah, I don't remember oh. saying this shit either. You can have one. Well, we're I'm all tied though. They didn't even count my point. You had one more? Yes. Wow. You see how they be, they be doing me dirty. I'm telling wow. you. Anytime it comes to. I definitely heard you plug it in. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, Mash. Sure. Thank yeah, you. I'm just saying. Wait, you had like a four way tie, tie or some shit? No, it's a tie. Yeah, everybody said it one time. That's how I know. Everybody was. Like, everybody was. Trash. Everybody was. <laughs> 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 everybody was. 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 Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday. <laughs>